This is Kristen, your leadership enthusiast with Lead the Way Wednesday, presented by the Greater You Leadership Series, where we discuss all things leadership every Wednesday to help you get through your hump day and your journey of leadership. So let's get to it. Let's lead. Hey, 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 everyone. It is Lead the Way Wednesday. I like to call it the best day of the week. A lot of times you hear hump day and people look forward to it because it means on the other side of hump day, our week comes to a close end. And for those of us who don't work on the weekends, we have Saturday and Sunday to look forward to. For those of us that do work on the weekends, somehow the weekend still means something, right? (laughs) But I just wanted to come on real quick today. I've got a short episode, but I wanted to talk about a recent workshop that I did. And I usually don't talk about specific uh, things that happened within a workshop or stories that were shared. But this one was really profound to me. I am, contrary to popular belief, I'm a very sensitive person and I tend to be very in tune with underlining messages. And in this recent workshop I facilitated, one of the questions that I posed to the participants was, I always like to ask, when did you first realize your leadership qualities and your abilities? And I had a group of young people that were in the workshop. And first, let me just stop there and say that this this group of young people, um, they were absolutely amazing. There um, is so much potential, so many talents that I saw amongst them as a group, as well as them as individuals. And I just always wanted to say, uh, I wanted to make sure I reiterated that the future is bright regardless of some of the stereotypes that get tagged to this new generation of um, adults that are coming up or these young adults, the future is really bright. We just got to look close enough and pay attention, right? But anyway, back to my story. So I asked the question to the group and one of the younger, more vocal participants, um, she responded and she told us about the story when she was in grade school and how all of the teachers all of the classes that she sat in seemed to call on her and they called on her to take on these specific tasks that one would view as leadership roles Um, she was in charge of something she was responsible for spearheading something right and she noticed that and she considered that the first time she realized she had leadership qualities she went on to share with us that she felt like those um request or voluntold moments by the teachers was simply because she experienced uh, vision issues. So she does deal with uh, challenging vision and she felt like because of her vision, that's why she was called upon because she always had to sit at the front of the class to make sure that she could see the uh, board and be able to hear and really be engaged and productive in class and be successful, right? Well, I looked at that and felt like she didn't really have a vision issue. Um, She felt like she was being called on by default. And I smiled as she responded and understood what she intended in her message. But I focused in on the fact that it was part of her purpose to sit at the front of the class. 
And I want to restate that because a lot of times we don't pay attention to the intent of why we were placed here on earth, right? I don't think anything is by happenstance. And I feel like her vision challenge, quote unquote, as she called it, or her vision issues actually became part of how her purpose um, was placed to sit at the front of the class. She was um, to be seen. She was to be heard. I think part of her purpose is to be seen and to be heard, right? And as leaders, we are to be able to use our voices to utilize the vision that we see for um, strategies that we see for our organizations and for our teams and for those that we lead around us, whether informally or formally, as I always say, um, she was to be seen and heard. A lot of times we should not look at what we consider our issues to be and understand that they actually exist to help push us further into our purpose. Her vision may have forced her to sit up front to be positioned to use the greatness from within to lead. She has to ask herself, would she have been able to lead if she was in the back of the classroom? The answer is yes. (laughs) She absolutely would have been able to lead. But would her leadership abilities have stood out as quickly? Would the teachers have noticed it as quickly? There was an advantage to her sitting in the front and the teachers noticing her and seeing some qualities that existed that matched responsibility, matched influence, matched being a leader. Yes, there were other students that sat in the front. I'm sure it was not, you know, a straight line of of, um, chairs sat in the classroom. And so she was, as she mentioned, frequently called upon Um, And she felt like it was due to her vision issue. She was called upon by default due to that. But I think it was all a part of the purpose. She spoke to what she felt was a hindrance when it was actually the perfect, um, I'll even say the perfect hue of light for her to be seen. Like I said, I usually don't share personal stories um, from the workshops that we have. I try to keep them as... um, What's the word I want to say? As confidential as possible. But I shared this story because so often we take our hurdles and view them as our weaknesses. The hurdles that we define as our weaknesses, as we define the areas that we need to improve upon or need to be tweaked or um, are holding us back, we discount them. We discount the purpose they play in our lives. We cannot afford to allow the things we define as distractions or limitations keep us from understanding how they manifest and catapult our greatness as leaders. Imagine if she sat in the back all the time. They wouldn't have heard or seen her. They wouldn't have heard maybe the genius that came from her mouth as she answered questions. They wouldn't have seen the um, disposition or the um, way she engaged or interacted with other students possibly. Not as quickly. So, Most of the areas we may question in our lives are genuinely the areas that must be nurtured and matured to complement our journeys as leaders. We should be conscious of the perceptions and claims we place on ourselves. Sometimes we do it unconsciously and we have to be mindful of how we lift ourselves up, how we project ourselves, 
how we consider um, our abilities and our values and really understanding who we are. By the end of the course, I must report that her light shined so brightly that without doubt, I knew she was a leader with an amazing future ahead. As I mentioned earlier, all of the students that were in there were absolutely examples of leaders in the making or uh, growing leaders or leaders growing into their own, right? Really young, but you could see the seeds that had been planted that with the appropriate watering, just the right amount of watering, they will blossom into um, the leaders that we need to lead us into the future, right? We're going to need some amazing leaders. I'm grateful that she was obedient to her need, the fact that she was obedient to needing to sit up front. So think about that. How many times have we identified, say, an area that we consider to be a hindrance and not done anything about it? Um, I think it's really important that that point is brought out. It is really key that when we see an issue, when we see an opportunity, I should say, we find out what's next. And the what's next is the action plan. It's the call to action to how we will improve and capitalize on that area of focus so that it can work to our advantage, so that it can work to the advantage of those that we are to positively impact. Again, I'm grateful that she was obedient to her need because the world can always use more amazing leaders. And that's what I wanted to come on and stress to you all today. Do not, do not um, discount yourself. Do not discount the things that someone has told you the majority of your life is part of the reason that you aren't successful or that it's going to keep you from being um, fully who you are to be. It's a lie. I hate to use the word lie. (laughs) I don't really care to use the word lie, but people are outright lying to you if they have discounted your perceived inabilities or areas of improvement they are outright lying to you because those same things can be the very reason, the very point, the very characteristic, the very trait that allows you to be successful. And as leaders that will allow you to really be able to change the world on a small scale, on a large scale and everything in between. So I'm going to leave you with a little homework, just a tad bit of homework, because anyone who takes a workshop for me or a webinar knows that I love to leave you with something to do to further um, grow yourself. So I charge you with evaluating your self-claimed imperfections. What are those things that you have said um, keep you from doing something or you don't go after something because of maybe an area that you need to become more a student or maybe there's a relationship that you need to uh, work on maybe it's networking maybe it's going after going after a certification maybe it's working on delegation maybe it's working on uh, yourself just as a person what is that self-claim imperfection Um, And I want you to work on changing the narrative, changing the narrative of those uses, of those self-claimed imperfections. They're not imperfections. 
determine how you can create the perfect hue of light in your leadership. And we want you to share it with us when you do that. <laughs> um, this is a podcast. This is an episode where, you know, either myself or my guests, when we come on, we share information, but we love to get feedback from our listeners. And so I encourage you again to evaluate your self-claim imperfections and change the narrative of their use and then report back to us. And guess what? If you don't get a chance to report back to us, just start the conversation. Maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a best friend, maybe it's a mentor, um, but start the conversation. Really start to see what could you be holding yourself back in? How could you be holding yourself back? And you may not be doing it at all. And that would be absolutely amazing. But if you do identify something, let's not uh, n- let's no longer let that be a hindrance. I think that's really what I want to get at. And so I am really excited about the rest of the week. It has been a interesting week thus far, I must say. But I'm really, really excited about the rest of the week. Coming on doing this Lead the Way Wednesday always gets me motivated and helps me to reset and understand that my perspective and my perceptions of things um, and focusing in on them can help me get past the rest of the week and make it to the next. And it's just inch by inch and day by day, step by step that we need to maneuver and and, um, and that's the way we need to move and navigate. And that's how we get to success. It's like eating an elephant, right? One bite at a time. And so it's Wednesday, tomorrow is Thursday. And we look forward to sharing you on the next coming Wednesday. Please visit our website at www.thegreateryouleadership.com. Visit us on Instagram at The Greater You Leadership. Visit us on LinkedIn, on Facebook. We love to engage with our audience. We look for feedback. Tell us some topics you want to hear us talk about. I'm cooking up some really good guests to come up in the future. Um, And then give us feedback on what you heard today. So other than that, See y'all or talk to y'all. I'm not going to see you. Talk to you next time. (laughs) And let's leave.